Hi, I'm Alyssa Michelle and I'm your host for Vulnerable Podcast. I created Vulnerable Podcast because in my life and work, I have had many conversations that have been centred around vulnerability. I wholeheartedly believe that if I could have heard people talking about their vulnerability so explicitly, I would have embraced mine earlier and much more easily. Oh, you know, it is my complexion why said boy doesn't like me. But why don't I like dark-skinned boys? I love to hear the male opinion. He didn't say happy birthday at the right time or something like that. He, my, my brother was at the top of the stairs and he came up to me and he said, I hate you, I never want to see you again, all of that kind of stuff. My dad literally went up the stairs, went into his bedroom and cried. And I also think that if we can have these difficult conversations, then we can support growth in each other. But it was only when I started seeing people, seeing women talk about intersectional feminism, I was like, oh, right, oh, it can be different for women of colour. Based on how we were born and where we were born, we will have a different experience of planet Earth too. We get into relationships. The person who's in it is, they, they've seen their marriage, they've seen the kids, they've seen everything. They're there, but they're telling, it's like what you're saying, that saving facing amongst friends, like, oh, no, we're cool, like, we're just seeing how it goes like no one's seeing how it goes you're just not having those conversations but you're not saying and we always end with dope advice like we store so much stuff in our heads that just goes round and round in like wheels that we're unaware of that that was a program that was running inside my head basically and then it's it's as easy as once you've identified it and go actually I don't want that it's gone let's get into the episode Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable Podcast. Today we are joined by Tag Me In Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to say hey, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Got Anton here. You got Ola here. This is um, part two. So we're doing a collab at the moment and we've had um, part one already released on their channel. So if you want to go back, before actually you get into this episode, I suggest that you go to their channel and listen to the first episode where we explored like how do you heal in between relationships like what are the processes that you need to go through um to ensure that you're ready to embark on a new fresh exciting and positive and uplifting relationship with somebody in it so let's do that are you back <laughs> cool so um ola do you want to introduce yourself of course yeah um i'm ola Sorry, can I do that again? Yeah, yeah, Sorry. cool, that's what's fine. Okay, so Ala, do you want to introduce yourself? No, what to say? Just, just say, hey, I'm Ala from Tag oh, Me sorry, In. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to edit. <laughs> that's cool. Dark skin chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ola from Tag Me In Podcast, and I'm just excited to be here. Amazing. And you've got uh, Antoine as well from Tag Me In Podcast as well. <laughs> right, I'm super, I always like having men on the podcast. I feel like sometimes like I'm all about diversity, or at least I am in my head, <laughs> right? And I have a lot of women on the, um, the show and we, you know, talk a lot about stuff and it's nice to just get the male perspective and have some male energy in the space as well, discussing, you know, vulnerable topics. So we spoke about how to kind of... Um, you know, heal in between relationships. And I think that that episode was really, really helpful to me just to kind of reflect on what I've done because I don't, you don't always reflect all the time on those types of things. And now we're going to be talking about, so now you've got all of this kind of advice and you have these steps about how to um, heal in between relationships. How do you then go on to date? Mm. That's the next, the next part the of this conversation. Day, yeah. yeah. Like how do you then start dating in a healthy way? 
So is this sort of like boundaries and standards? boundaries? How yeah? How do you what, yeah. develop boundaries for yourself? What are your new standards? Do you know what I mean? How do you make sure that you are safe in that process? And I don't mean safe as in like crossing the road and looking both ways safe. <laughs> I mean like <laughs> safe is in the sense of you, you're not putting yourself in any emotional danger or harm. Yeah. Mm. Um. How do you make sure that the people that the person that you want to date is emotionally available to you? How do you identify that? Does that make sense? I'm with you there. Right. I think a good start is, again, this is sort of based on what we've spoken about, about dealing with sort of breakups and whatnot, is to start with the last relationship mm-hmm. as a sort of starting point. So, mm-hmm. for example, you've come out of a rough breakup. Um, there was no emotional support. You've then come out. You've taken that time out to learn about yourself, to learn about what you did right and wrong, what that person did right and wrong. And then from there, you can kind of go, okay, well, I didn't like this about the relationship. Yeah. Going forward, I will not tolerate um, verbal abuse. Um, yeah. Because I think what happens using that example is a lot of people don't understand that sometimes verbal abuse can be a lot worse than physical mm-hmm. abuse. Physical abuse, you get hit, there are marks, those marks fade. But yep. sometimes that sort of verbal... Emotional st- abuse. Emotional, yeah. Yeah, so emotional, emotional and verbal will stay with you a lot longer and cause mm. a lot more So damage. they had this thing back in... Sorry to cut you. Yeah. They had this thing back in the day, this um, nursery rhyme that sticks and stones might break mm-hmm. my bones, but words were never heavy. That's like the biggest lie. It's just the complete opposite. <laughs> it's like it really the is the lie. complete opposite. So again, just using that as an example is yeah. you kind of use that as, okay, this is my standard. Uh-huh. Um, these are the... A lot of it is red flags. A lot of it is red flags. It's okay. These were the red flags that this person uh, showed up in that relationship mm-hmm. for these certain traits or these behaviors. I need to have a red flag up whenever I see that in anyone else and mm. really just observe. Okay, mm. this person has that. I really like them. So let me just watch them a bit more. They're still like that. Okay, I'm just going to back off. I'm just going to play it safe and not go down that road. I don't want to get hurt by that kind of um, flame again. Yeah. Let me just sort of play it safe. I think that's definitely always like a good point. And also looking at sort of friendships as well. Mm-hmm. So friends who've been in relationships, parents. So what I what I usually do is I look around me. Mm. So, okay, I might have broken up because of whatever. Um, why did my friend break up? What can I take from his relationship? I saw that he was... That's really important. Yeah, because it's not... Because there's only so many relationships I can be in myself. Yeah. Um, so what can I take from other relationships <laughs> around me? Parents, uncles, aunties. That's a good point. There's only so many relationships you can experience yourself, but like, you can learn from everyone else. That's else's. the thing. And because I haven't been in that many, I've, yeah. mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from others. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what did you do? She didn't just leave you. Mm-hmm. Don't, you're just giving me your half of but the that's story. That's difficult, though. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. That's yeah, not, you're getting I'm, one I'm, side yeah, of the yeah, story. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm very careful at... Even with my own boys, they're like, oh, yeah, she's a bitch, she's this. I'm like, mm. if she is, then you're probably a dick to yeah. certain people. Yeah. You're you've definitely done, contributing You've done to that. something to bring that mm-hmm. side of her out because she wasn't like that in the beginning when you took her Nando's. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, she was so sweet. Yeah, but she's not sweet anymore. There are two sides to this story. Mm. So I'm very, I'm very careful and meticulous in looking at um, a relationship and trying to understand um, where the sort of breakdown came from and just kind of extracting mm. points from that and like learning lessons. That's interesting. Like, I, I don't know if I really look at other people's relationship because I always feel like that's theirs and right. I'm not someone who can actually put myself in their shoes and I'm totally different to them. Mm. So they might be going through things and they might have, you know, one of the reasons why they're breaking up on the basis of cheating. That probably is the biggest example. Yeah, cool. Stay away from that. I don't want someone who's going to cheat. Um, but I don't know if I can really learn from other people's relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't from their mistakes? from their mistakes no because you have to make your own mistakes but you can also learn from other so like for example going forward in life we read about other successful people and we take from what they've done as like inspiration you you, you take that knowledge but you don't actually apply it yeah but you can it's the same with relationships you take that knowledge and you have it there 
So it's like looking at your parents, if your parents are married and together, it's like you, there's going to be positives that you're going to take from that and there are going to be negatives like that you're going to be like, mm, actually, I'd rather my husband not treat me in the same way that my dad did this to my mum. Mm. And it doesn't have to be something ridiculous like cheating. It could be just something like... like Helping out A lot home. of, yeah, helping out at home. A lot of older Caribbean men um, expect food to be just made for them like when they get home. And a lot of women just do it. <laughs> but then you've got Africans too so for me that I know that's already a thing that doesn't that's not going to transcend it's a, it's into my future thing really, exactly so you can take lessons yeah. and learn but I guess the difference in that is is yeah you can take lessons it depends what you're looking for in a relationship right. because some people are more than happy to be that person at home that provides for their partner. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her face is like, nah, not me. Yeah. Not me. No, and this is the thing. I think that's another this is another conversation, but something I'm gonna to touch on briefly. I think that um women and I think uh, you know, I class myself as a feminist, but women some women nowadays are just like mm, I don't wanna fall into that traditional role of yeah. that woman that cooks and cooks. I like that stuff, genuinely. Like I would like to be the person that is catering to not just my man but my household. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? But not in a subservient way. Like, I just want to do it because I like doing these things. And I'm going to do it until you piss me up. And then I'm just not going to do it no more. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to. Like, that's my choice. Yeah. And like I say, that's another thing. I think that's a different episode, another conversation. But I do think that it's really easy to kind of be like um, extreme with the way how you approach submission. Yeah. that makes sense? Mm. And whatever that means. I wanted to ask a question, or I am going to ask a question. Are either of you dating right now? Single. Single Pringle. But not even like dating like tinder dating like jumped on it jumped off like i can't (laughs) handle it i just i I guess i'm old-fashioned i can't adapt to this whole swipe swipe and then having this whole conversation digitally and then eventually trying to get their phone number and then they're going oh actually um can we whatsapp and you're like what i want to actually hear your voice i want to have a conversation and also if you whatsapp you need i need your phone number yeah (laughs) it's it's just long so i'm old school then your fish is the same just bare swimming yeah bare piranhas no fishing just delete the app um but if so, well, so now you're not dating, you've made the choice not to date because of social media and the way how it's kind of like not really, um, doesn't allow you to connect like in real life in any way unless you it get happens. past that. Some people get into relationships, but it's just not for me. Um, it's, it's a difficult one. Um, I've had some good dates, right? but then when you come to actually meeting them, it's slightly different. You know? yeah. You've had that conversation, it's been flowing on WhatsApp and then you're actually sitting there in like a, a nice restaurant and it's just like, this is awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they catfished you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been catfished? Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. I'm interested. Uh, is this your classic kind of, yeah, like you said, you, you speak on WhatsApp, everything's great. You're like, yeah, there's ban. Ah, oh, we're laughing. A couple weeks go, no, a couple weeks, yeah, a week or two or however many weeks mm. go by. All right, cool, let's meet up. You walk past the person. She's like, I'm there. I'm like, where? She's like, I'm here behind you. Lord. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And what um, did you do? Did you just follow through anyway? Just I was like, I'm, like, I'm here now. Let's just do it. But in right. my head, I'm like, you put a picture from nine years ago of your cousin. That's not you, <laughs> Felicia. Um, and it's just like I've nah. had the biggest catfish moment when I was like fifteen. Yeah, do you remember like Bebo and like yeah, I didn't get face party I wasn't and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, I met some girl. She was the picture was a mixed race girl, and I was just like, oh, okay, she looks nice. She was like, oh, let's meet up. Met up with her. Turned out to be a white girl. Wow. <laughs> Fat, <laughs> big, round, the yeah, complete yeah. opposite to what that photo was. But my thing is, what do they think is going to happen? I, I have no I idea. Just, I just. But okay, no. Um, bringing it back, I do have a question. Mind actually. blown. Go I, on. Do, I do have a question. Yeah. Um, so obviously, we're talking about sort of boundaries and standards. What sort of 
boundaries do you guys actually have so that was my that was actually my next yeah? question so no, you're ahead of the curve okay here, sorry Anna. no it's just because <laughs> just because obviously we've obviously all been in relationships yeah. we've kind of had that sort of pain or heartache we've learned lessons or we've taken important things from that yeah so based on that what can you guys going forward now in terms of boundaries have what, what's what's your list what's your kind of standard essentially my hold on wait are you single Yes, I am. I don't know why I paused. I was like, I don't know where. So happy. Like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Definitely have you done the, the whole online dating thing? I've 100%. I've had some absolute nightmares. Oh, okay. I've been on Plenty of Fish. Yeah. yeah. I've Off. been on Tinder. Mm. I've been on Bumble. Yeah. I've been, what else? I've been E-harmony? on everything. E-Harmony? No, I didn't want to pay. That's the next level. <laughs> Paying for love. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> even Match. I think I had my, my free trial on Match and everything. Uh, it's just... It's a mess. And to be fair, um, someone made a point on a podcast that I listened to the other day about how I didn't know this. Tinder is created by men. So the whole swipe, swipe, swipe thing is about kind of this male type gaze where mm. it's a case of like it's all everything's based on aesthetics. And it's mm-hmm. like, actually, no, yeah, um, Tinder is created for men by men. Does that make sense? Yeah. And obviously they kind of slap women it's in there because we're necessary to so the whole thing. Like, yeah, for, it <laughs> for it to work, you kind of <laughs> need to be on You know how it first started? I know I'm getting off. But um, when they got their first users, they went to like, you know the fraternities in like yeah. kind of universities? They went to like the two big ones and they're like, look, put your dating profile on here and then you can get the girls in the other one. And that's wow. how it worked. And that's how it blew. Basic stuff. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes it's just so basic. So I don't know. Yeah, so... um. How can I start? So I have been on all of these websites. I've had a couple of dates. I've, I date. Okay, so this is really interesting. I'm going to tell you um, three different stories because they're quite different, um, and they're not in order. <laughs> so I dated a white guy off one of them, and I don't. I've never really been attracted to white men. It's just not my thing. But you know, I tried to open myself up to possibilities, mm. and then um, sat down with him in Westfields. And it was very, I couldn't even tell you his name. You know, you just forget, oh. like, it's just gone. It was only one day. Um, and he was very, 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 very open about how much he was fascinated by black women. Mm. And fetish. so I'm like, okay, this is a fetish now. Yeah. So now I'm, che- now I'm completely checked out. But let me understand why, because I'm also very curious. 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 So I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I need to know, like, why do you like black women? Like, what is it about us that kind of makes you feel whatever you're feeling? And he was like, um, I just love how strong you are you know you're feisty or da, 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 da. and i was like do you know where that comes from because he's like we didn't wake up like this this isn't just like <laughs> do you see what i'm saying and um, and he wasn't obviously able to continue that conversation because i think he was just kind of sold by this like sassy caricature yeah. that and i was like well i can't be doing that again and i think when like i'm not i'm open to interracial dating but i think it's just something that i would have to enter and it enter into from an in real life situation because then you get to know the person mm. and you get to know whether there's someone that will fetishize you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When like on social media, you don't know at all. Mm. Um, another guy I dated, this guy was on, I, I think all three of them, one, no, two of them were Tinder, one of them was Plenty of Fish. So this is the second Tinder person now. He was cool. We were friends um, for ages. And yeah, that just didn't work out because he wasn't emotionally available, which is something that I'll get onto later okay. on. But like, love for him right now. He's still cool. I still message him every now and then. He's like, he's a decent guy. And we, we hit it off. And I think more so because we were both creatives. So we had that kind of understanding of our art field, of our, um, yeah, our, our, our art yeah, outside of, right. And the last guy was an absolute psychopath. Ooh. Like, he was actually quite crazy. 
Like when I think about it, I'm like, like if I wasn't Rochelle, I'd, that could have been a situation. Oh, so wow. I'll go into more depth with this one. So I was um, talking to him for a while on Plenty of Fish and um, we swapped my numbers and then we then were like, oh, let's go out and get some food. And then he took me to um, Banana Tree. Have you been to Banana Tree? No. I've it's actually really nice. It's Indo-Chinese, that's what they call it. Indo-Chinese okay. restaurant. Um, on Wardour, so we were inside here now. It's fierce, cool. And then, um, and then I got home, end of that day. We're going to meet again. We're meeting again on the weekends, yeah? Sorry for my storytelling. I feel my storytelling is quite scattered at I'm times. I'm into it. Keep I feel going. like, sorry for I'm just going to have to. I'm actually into it. Go on. Okay, cool. So, write down banana trees. Yeah, banana trees is a place. Go there. Right. So, we were going to meet on um, the weekend after. And we had agreed to meet at like six o'clock. This is in the summer, I think. Around six ish, seven ish. I was like, cool, that's fine. I can meet with my friends earlier on in the day. And I've separated and created this space of time to meet with you. Because this is what we agreed. And this is what I say with me. We have to agree something. I need to know that you've created space. That's important. So um, I messaged him and he messaged me back saying, oh, he's, um, he, was <laughs> he was at some convention, like basically like Comic-Con, but for like gym heads. Okay. I don't know if you know what that is. Like, like bodybuilding. Some bodybuilding oh, okay. type of gym head Expo, thing. Yeah, yeah some mad thing like that. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. And I'm already thinking, is that something that I can even navigate in a relationship with someone that goes to a convention for gym heads? Like, he's like, I don't know if that's it's something passion. that I want to... Yeah, like, I don't know if that was something I could really connect with, but whatever. It's not that deep at that point. Um, And then he was like, I'm really kind of caught up. He's meeting some celebrities or whatever. I I genuinely didn't care. I was like, okay, whatever. Just let me know when you're free. Because I was already in central London at this point because I was with my other friend. And then he was just like, are you able to come to South London? That's not what we agreed. Mm. But (laughs) in the spirit of compromise... I will come to Brixton. <laughs> and the reason why I said Brixton was okay, Brixton's okay because I live in Tottenham, so that's Victoria Line, yeah, one train. Great. It's not it's not a situation I can compromise. So he was like, cool. And I had um, the phone before this one. So you know your phone's dying. You know you know you need a new phone because it's not... So um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not even holding charge. So now it's about mm, seven, eight o'clock and I'm on my way to Brixton and I get off the train. And when I got off the train... Um, my text started coming through and he said he had sent me a text with a Croydon postcode <laughs> and he was like can you come here and I just saw CR and I thought <laughs> and I just thought nah. so was he, what was, was he just hopping from place to place I have no <laughs> idea what this man was doing because this is all text communication so I'm just thinking to myself right has he really like when he said South and I said Brixton and he said yeah when did that become Croydon to him mm, yeah. do you see what I'm saying mm. and like I don't need to like who goes to Croydon for what unless you like you live there yeah. like why am I actually going <sighs> so I'm just like right, I'm not I'm really not about I'm not naive enough to go to a postcode do you know what I mean? He didn't give me any, like, address. It was legit just a postcard. He didn't give me, like, a, a house number or anything. Um, but in the text, he had said, um, can you get a taxi to this address? Anyways, I was like, no. My so racing. It's a lot. Can you imagine, like, for actual sci-fi? <laughs> so I jumped back on the tube, and I was thinking, loudest, I'm going home. I phoned my friend first. My friend was like, go home. <laughs> Don't go to his house. <laughs> so I jumped on the tube on my way home. And um, on the Victorian line, you get Wi-Fi sometimes. So it goes in and out. So then he's like, where are you? I was like, oh, now I'm going home. He was just like, what? Because I asked you to jump in a taxi. You don't want to put money, your, um, your hand in your pocket and whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, it wasn't that. It was more about my safety. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, But then it's like mad that you can't even comprehend that. I don't know you like that. And I'm mm. not going to jump in a... 
Do you see what I'm saying? And so on that way home, we were arguing back and forth. Um, this is via text. Yeah, via text on 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 the underground on the tube, you know. <laughs> and so then when I got off the tube in Seven Sisters, I was like, let me just phone this guy because I'm a big woman. Why is he not answering his phone? And then, and then you remember that you don't really know this person because that's when you have to remind yourself that you don't actually know this person. It's not that deep. So he's not answering his phone and, he, and then he's messaging me saying, I'm just too angry. I can't talk right now. And I'm just like, whoa, you're weird. Like, you're actually weird. But because I'm fast, I want to know how weird you actually are. Really. And then, so <laughs> like, you took it a step further? Yeah, yeah, so I need to, like, I'm trying to now explain to him the reasons why it didn't make sense for me to go all the way to Croydon as a woman by myself when I didn't even have like a proper address to go to. And he wasn't taking that. He was just like, I took you out. I paid for this food. Mm. You can't even put your hand in your pocket. I find it funny that women are there. Da, da, da. And I was just like, wow, well, mm. I don't need this. So I just blocked him. By the time I got to my house, I got off the bus. He was already blocked. That and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What? Where do you go from there? Yeah. How do you? How do I then go back out with this person? <laughs> yeah, you can't. After, yeah, yeah. yeah, after had having that type of conversation. So Sorry about last week, but um, is everything good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He, you know, he's finishing lying to me that made me laugh because it's just not me as a person. Because you don't want a man, you want an audience. That's what he said to me. What does Ooh, that even mean? I, I don't. You want an audience? What? I think he thought I was a drama queen, oh but I was God. like, "You're so fucking crazy!" Like, I'm actually, so, I can't be dealing with this. On that, in terms of sort of boundaries, what boundaries did you learn from that? Apart from the other sort of like safety first. Right. No. So for me, boundaries had come in. I'm happy that I had those boundaries before that situation because oh, if so I didn't have oh, those boundaries, okay. I probably I'm not. I cannot say in confidence that 21 year old Rochelle wouldn't have gone to that address. Mm. Quite honestly. And so my boundaries have come from the other things that I have been through. And I'm like, no, nah, you can't trust someone with your safety. Does mm. that mean? You just cannot. And I have no idea what he would have tried to do to me at all, if anything. Like, I just didn't want to even work. I didn't want to put myself in a situation yeah. where I'd have to work out what was going to happen to me and then work out how I was going to flight from that. Okay, um, let me, let me kind of come at you at this angle. This is both of you, all of us. Um, so talking boundaries, but in terms of structure. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about your boundaries for money. Um, mm -hmm. trust so like if someone yeah precisely so a girl's like can I borrow X amount okay so yeah money trust again time spoken about time mm. um, if someone's going to be late is it okay if they're 5-10 minutes late is it an issue if they're an hour late but they say so talk to me about yeah trust money um, all these sort of different levels I think um, I think if we start with money I think that like I don't know I'm at a stage in my life where I have my own money and I'm, I, I obviously manage my finances. Do you see what I'm saying? So, um, God forbid anything happens that's major. I say I manage my finances. I mean, I'm not like unused used to levels. I'm sure that you guys are investing in Bitcoin and that already, probably. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying it's a case of like, um, I would never put myself in a situation where I'm like, oh, can I have 200 pounds? Like, do you know what I mean? No, I mean, okay, so so you're you're not in a relationship, but you're at the talking stage. Yeah whatever no he no no Sorry. he asked you he's right. like babe i need 10 pounds for a haircut no 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 not doing it 10 a pounds. haircut yeah you he wants to go for a job interview oh he's not even he's working out of a job no no it happens it happens it happens i just People think of jobs let's be honest it's not like let's not be kind no. of no the reason why i say no to that that scenario so i'm dating a man that's not working fine i'm a creative a lot of us are out here yeah, trying to it, do, it, be an entrepreneur. That's fine, right? That's not a problem. Um, you need £10 for a haircut. 
you have your mum, you have your cousins, you have your sisters, it's £10, you know. Mm. And I'm thinking that your mum will be more than happy to give you £10 to get you a haircut. But it's a no from you. It's a no from me because I just feel like that's not something I need to be enabling from the beginning. Mm. But in general, Especially from let's, talking. Take, let's take it from a relationship standpoint. Right. So you don't want to enable in a relationship. So he's your man. Yeah. And he's just, I don't know. He's just asked you for Yeah, yeah money that's for different. Is £10, that pounds, cool. Yeah. Oh, babe, can I get £10 to go shop or whatever? Yeah, that's fine. Here you go. It's no problem. Yeah. And you, Antoine? You're, you're, you're in the relationship, innit? Yeah. Like, this is the, the difficult thing because, like, you could have a list of boundaries, but you can't really list them out, if that makes sense, because there's there's millions. So, like, in the, 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 the kind of stance of I'm dating someone and they come to me for money, that's a no. Like, from, no. yeah, because, like, we've only been talking to each other for about three weeks and yeah. you're coming to me for money. Like, you <laughs> must be mad. It says a lot about you. And yeah. it's like, I don't really want to sign myself up for that situation, that yeah. scenario. Um, yeah, I guess. No, friend, yeah, it's it's pre- for me. It's just a pretty simple like yes or no. Like, you, you what are you a yes or a no man? I'm just a no. Cause <laughs> like you said, it, no, because no, because the reason <laughs> is it's not even the money itself. It yeah. it says a lot about you as a person. Yeah, um, you feel so comfortable to ask someone like you said you've been speaking to for only two yeah, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, and especially like, if it's something so small. I on Tinder as well, just yeah. to get a response. And now it's, oh, can I have... This is real life. Can you yeah. see how no, angry no, no, you're No, 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 it's <laughs> not. I've never used Tinder. Um, and it's like, oh, wow, now all of a sudden, it's just, it is crazy. Mm. It's just mental. But no, you you mentioned like, another point, and I was going to sort of bring it up later on, in terms of boundaries and standards, and how do you actually list it? Or how do you... can you Because you can't just go up to someone and be like, these are my boundaries. Do you know I... No, you don't yeah. meet you any can't criteria, do that. You cannot do that. But then how do you... Cause do you know, I think you, I think this is how I lead with it. With me, everything is like, what feels right? Do I feel disrespected or do I feel compromised? Does my integrity feel compromised in any way? And if I feel like the answer is yes, or I'm, I'm not sure in the, in the no, if that makes sense. If it's a maybe yeah. or a yes, then I have to act on it. So I think for me, it's more about leading with how I feel when it comes to like trust and boundaries and do you know what I mean? Things, yeah. Disrespect and things like that. But then do you, do you then say, so you've been talking to this person for, let's say, um, four months. Mm-hmm. Things have been going well. Mm-hmm. One of your boundaries is, I don't know, emotional availability. Right. You then realise at that four month period that yeah. he or she isn't emotionally available. I would have worked it out like. before them. Huh? No, so you've known, so they've been fine then. But you realise it right. then, yeah. later on okay. then. And then how do you, do you just block, lock it off? Or do you say, I'm going to end it now because you haven't met this criteria or just I got this feeling that internally it's just not going to work? Because it's been four months. Yeah. You can't just throw, for, well, you can, but... Mm. Are you? Do they have a right to know why, and how would you go about saying that? I think four months is a is a good amount of time for you to hopefully have built some type of trust when it comes to each other's emotions, hopefully. And um, so, if I then realise that oh, this person isn't as emotionally available to me as they made out they were, as they were, I would then ask them like, what's going on? What's what is this for you like what's holding you here like what is this thing what is keeping you from being emotionally because I don't know if it's a case of them being emotionally unavailable in general or just to me does that make sense I'd have to work yeah yeah. at that point in time I'd have to work that bit out and if it was a case of this is me in general then I can't I cannot go anywhere with that and I think um it's that then goes back to the communication aspects of your relationship and then being able to be like okay well this is how I feel I need this from you I need this amount of availability Mm. um and so at this stage I'm going to have to bow out so you and that's another personal boundary for me because it's like what do you do then it goes back to potential are you then going to wait for that person to become emotionally available hoping that they are and when they do hope that it's with you because I've had um 
I work with young people and I've had people say to me before, you know, I've been with this guy for two years. I've invested. There's no way another woman is going to come and reap the benefits of term? what I... And I'm just like, but there's probably better for you out there. And because you're waiting on your return, that's mm. probably not going to come. Mm. I think that's, part of, that's a large part of what I've noticed and is the issue. It's I always hear that I've invested so much time. I completely understand that yeah. time, again, for me and most people, one of the most, the most important asset. 100%. It's the one you're not going to get back. So mm -hmm. I understand why people come from that standpoint of, I've invested two years in this guy. I've bought this. I've bought that for him. I've been there for him every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Now he's flopping on this. And they kind of let it go. Mm. Um, but again, is that acceptable? I think people need to learn to walk, walk away. away. As hard as it is. 100%. You're saving yourself. It's easy saying it. But the yeah. truth in reality is it's obviously never that easy. It yeah, never is that easy. But again, Anton, with you, putting you in that kind of situation, you've been talking to this girl four months. Everything's been going well. You then notice, um, I don't know, like over the from Friday to Sunday, at that four-month period, and that last month, she's just, she's not there. Like well, she's not invested in like the she, you mess like you message her and she's literally disappeared. But it's, that's over what a weekend because like no, there's no, a lot so to like that last month. So like the last, last let's month. say the last three weeks. So she's, you know, like, she's what, just so been so dipping. Yeah. So yeah. I'll give now this is like a real life example. So one of my boys again, it's always Tinder. Um, <laughs> or was it POF? He just met a girl and this is a true story. Um, oh, I don't want to bait him out. <laughs> Talking to this girl, but he's like he will call me. He'll be like, oh, like, this girl's like really weird. Like she'll disappear on like random days. So like on a <laughs> on a Wednesday, it's not even Sugar funny. Sugar daddy. Like, no, no, it's like on a Wednesday she will just disappear. Like they speak almost every day, basically. He and was then like keeping a track of the day no, that she wasn't speak, available. They speak like every day. Yeah. Or every couple of days. But then like one day, like a Wednesday or a Monday right. of a week, she will, when I say disappear, like she will not contact or like at all. Even and she's the one who's always initiating. So he that was like, "This is a bit weird." So he, then he yeah he asked. He was like, "What going on? Like what's going on there?" And she was like, "I can't tell you." Do you know what I mean? I can't tell you. So he's obviously like, mm. don't know about that. You then know. Then I was just like, I was like, bro, just get off this swipe swipe <laughs> thing, man. You can swipe <laughs> into to hell. Like, no. Um, anyway, long story short, he eventually found out that she was, she had had some issues in the past. She was dealing with depression or whatever, and was right. getting therapy. Right. So again, that's obviously. But for the whole day on a Monday I don't, that's, or that's Wednesday even for or me. Tuesday. Even when he told me, I was like, how long is therapy? It's an for? hour. Yeah, that's the thing, and I was like, bro, like. <laughs> She's gone for the entire day. Like, that's... Yeah. But obviously... But that's just the problem. Like, you just don't know. Of trust. And if you're using that example, she might be going to see a therapist, which might be bringing up stuff that she is kind Didn't of... even... Yeah, so she's going through this hardship and, True. like, she's not in a place to talk to anyone. Yeah. So there is an element. True. So, like, when you talk about boundaries, like, there's some key things that you have to think about. Like, trust is definitely... A, it's got to be one of the most key fundamental mm. kind of boundaries of that you have to yeah. have. So there's little signs that you can tell. And, like, that is kind of a sign. If a girl goes missing over, like, a two-day period what? every single week, what I need from her, and this is another boundary of mine, is communication. Right. Explain what's going on. But then you have to understand that they might have been seeing each other for, what, four months? So yeah. she has to then open herself up and expose herself, yeah. which might actually hold her from actually revealing what's going on. Mm. There's so much, like, different a lot moving it. parts to yeah. it that it's very hard to kind of understand what's going on from another person's perspective. It is definitely a fluid thing, and it depends on so many different variables. Um, but if that's a problem for you, then you should walk away. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But then with... Again, just using that example again. Say that's been a year. Would you walk out irrespective of time period? So like you've, you know that classic. I've invested a year. I just think when it becomes detrimental to you and your progress, you have to walk away. Yeah. I don't. I never feel like there's any reason why you should stay in something that's not 
um, doesn't have you at the forefront. Yeah. Do you know your, what I mean? Your best interest at yeah. heart, Yeah. Because even I was getting I a bit worried for him. I always say things the hard way round. Like, what's going on? Um, I wanted to add to boundaries, respect for yourself. Very important. I think um, it's super easy to be um, talking about how women, you know, don't really know how to respect themselves and that's such a sweeping statement but like you speak to so many girls that have been in these compromising situations and you're like wow like why were you there like um do you like follow amanda seals no um she's one of my favorites like she's a comedian she was on insecure the show if you ever watched it she was tiffany is she virgin <laughs> at 30? She's not. No, that's Tiffany. No, no, that, that's Yvonne Orji. Okay. This is an, another character. Okay, okay. Six, yeah. So yeah. Yvonne Orji, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, no, sick. Um, she, I don't know if anyone's actually watched it. I but have. But like when she talks about standards and the reason why yeah, she yeah. hasn't given in to like losing her And the way how she's been able to just... So we're talking about Yvonne Orji's TED Talk about um, being a virgin at the age of 30. And um, the way how, yeah, she basically has sidestepped kind of just like sexual encounter because she's gorgeous and hilarious. Like, like, I'm just like, how? How the hell is she like being able to do this? Yeah. Um, And I was speaking about Amanda Seals, and now I've forgotten why I even brought that up. (laughs) Do you remember what you said just before? So who's Amanda Seals? Amanda Seals in in Insecure. You mean she was um, her her character's called Tiffany, and she was the friend, the bougie friend that was getting married, light skin. She's got blonde hair, and she's always like throwing dinner parties and stuff. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, why have I forgotten? I, I, yeah, I was I brought up for a reason, and it's completely (laughs) gone. Hopefully, it will come back to me um <laughs> talking i'm talking to me <laughs> oh, yeah i'm talking slow because i'm thinking maybe it's gonna come out but yeah so the reason why i started talking about respect for yourself at the beginning and women is because i find that the same conversation isn't had with men and boys so i've worked with like lots of young people for loads of time and a lot of boys i'm out here like you guys don't think you're prestige you know like you're not walking around with your chest and um being being kind of like What's the word when you withhold something or strategic with who you give your energy to? Females or whoever you're interested in. You're, I don't see men out here being strategic, especially young boys. They're just kind of just like, whoever wants it can get it type thing. And maybe that goes back to the whole kind of racking up numbers. But I'm just like, no, nah, actually, boys are prestige. Men are prestige. And they need to so see themselves like in that way. kind of sexual stance or are we talking about emotionally? Both, for me. Because I, I don't know, I, I question whether men will give their emotional side to everyone. I think mm. they keep that front. No, I cool, think Sexually, uh, yeah, anyone could have it. Let's get that number yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> Remember, I work with 16 to 19-year-olds. Mm. So <laughs> I get to witness the boy at his, like, purest when he's in love all the time. And then I get to see the girl mess that up. And then I get to see them go cold. Like, I watch that transition mm. over and over and over again. And it's really, really, like, part of me is just like, oh, you know, yes, you're in this relationship. Yes, shit has hit the fan. But there's another woman out there. You need to remain soft because there's going to be someone that's going to deserve this person. And they're completely shut down at that point. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking, like, 19. By that point, they're like, nah, savage. And yeah, it's it? savage until they're like 35. So it's okay. extreme extreme boundaries. Extreme boundaries for them. And I just think that... Um, so the boundaries are in place to protect themselves from being yes, hurt, Yes, right? 100%. And I feel like that needs to be... That needs to be... 
challenged by elders, community, whoever's around that, those young people and challenge them to kind of let them say that, actually, no, you can have boundaries for yourself. They don't have to be as extreme, but they can be um, boundaries that support you to move on in healthy relationships again. Mm. Yeah, I hear that because like, I feel like every experience does create that sort of boundary. So for me, one of the boundaries that I set up is communication. Right. Key. Like I, I remember I was going out with someone and it was just little things that like she'd be coming up to mine and she'd be running late, but then I have to call her half an hour later Ooh. and be like, yo, where are you? Oh, I'm running late. Yeah, Why you should you just tell me, me that before? Yeah. So then like when I go into future relationships or dating, like I'm just on guard. I'm listening for that communication part. So I'm like, if something's going, you know, if something's that wrong, then flag, let yeah. me know. Like yeah. it's a red flag. If you're like, mm, mm, everything all right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you going to be on time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're not actually revealing? Then that's an issue. That's me going, hey, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm out of it. On this boundaries thing, are there any boundaries or red flags that any of you would ignore? Because you know some ignore. people... Because you know some people are basically the term a sucker for love. Right. So they've got their boundaries, but if they see a girl with like a pretty face or if a girl sees a guy with, I don't know, who's like 6'2 or whatever... <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of just it all just kind of dissolves and kind of goes to like goes Lost. to waste. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, okay, nah, she doesn't tick this box or that box, but she's or he's got that which I really like, so I'm gonna tolerate this one aspect sort of thing. Because mm. we, we're only human, we are human. Like bottom line, we can talk about yeah having boundaries and not tolerating this and not accepting that. But if you see someone that you have dreamt about, and you could potentially be with that person, mm. it only lasts for a short while, like. Lust. The, yeah, it would. You know, all the dust will just fade away. You start seeing clearly, uh-huh. and you'd be like, "Oh snap! <laughs> oh, now we married." Yeah, yeah it's like, "Oh, with kids." Ooh, damn, I'm not happy here. Because <laughs> um, it happens. I think it happens more often than not. Yeah, for me, like I know, and it's kind of weird saying this out loud. It takes me probably six to eight months to actually know if I like someone. <gasps> and that's on the basis of friendships. That's well. a long time, man. No, but do you know why? Because that's me giving myself four weeks. Some extensive. No, but this is me. This is based on my learning. So, yeah. like, I I know that everyone changes, and then people always put the best foot forward. Mm. And I'm out here trying to find out what are you like on your your your, your, your weak foot, your weak yeah. foot, yeah. Achilles heel. So, that's like, nice. I'm there for time. I'm like, mm, mm. okay, uh, you actually fire. Mm-hmm. But how long are you gonna keep out for? At six months. Right, They're catch like up. literally in the interview stage with you for six it's months. It's a mental thing as well because I also know that it probably might take me six to eight months to show myself, my yeah. true self. Mm. Like mm. I am true all the time, but there might be a certain circumstance or situation that might show a different side to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like for me personally, that six to eight mi- like month period is key for me. I do, I do like that just to kind of be that kind of, throw that kind of span in the works. Do you feel that you might potentially lose that person because for you obviously it's like it's great you get to really kind of see them in out every mm. kind of aspect but for them it's this guy's making me wait not making me wait but it's been eight months wagwan that's their problem i don't see anything wrong with taking your time mm. like you know i'm invested so if we're going to do it on the basis of dating like by me talking to you and investing my time in, like into you like i'm in it I'm just a bit cautious right now. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to rush things. Like, we're not going to be... Like, our first date will be in a coffee shop. We'd be calm. We'd be chilled. We'll get to know each other. Find out if we've got a vibe. 
next stage, go out, whatever. You're not coming to my yard. Like, yeah, no, that's weeks, not a first date. Weeks, four weeks. Not, but I'm just saying in time. Like, I want to know what are you like without no real physical kind of interaction. Okay. Like, serious, like. So that's your way of putting in boundaries. That is the I want to know who you are as yeah. a person. So, like, we do has that been successful? Have you ever like put those steps in? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, then you've kind of like ended up being with someone. And it's like, oh no, this is healthy based on all of these steps I took. In terms of like my most kind of like serious relationship, mm-hmm. when I look back on it, I'm like, that's because we was young as well, so we wasn't always in each other's houses. Mm-hmm. But I looked at the way that we always went out and we always did things with each other. We mm-hmm. always planned things, and I'm like, you know what? I want that in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then going through other relationships where it wasn't that kind of thing, where it was just like, oh, come around, come chill. We didn't really have that moment to just create this whole common ground, this relationship that wasn't formed around just chilling, touching, being physical. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into that kind of core. What are we like when there's nothing else around? Yeah. And that's why I want Because that's what time. you have. That's what you have when there's literally, once, like I say, once the attraction is faded mm. and you're just sitting there with your wife, mm. it's like, what is there? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's that space? It's like, you. Like, yeah. 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 It's your brains, it's you, it's the way you talk, it's the way you Conversation, think. Conversation, yes. yeah. So I'm, that's worked for me. I'm with you on that. I, again, for me, I don't, I'm not as extensive as sort of eight months. I'd say probably um, the sort of three to just on just on the six month period. And for me, one big thing I, I do and I've been taught is don't necessarily watch how they treat you. Because like mm. you said, they watch how they treat other people. Put best foot forward, watch mm. how they treat other people, mm-hmm. especially people who they perceive to be lower, lower than, than them. them. Like, yes. I must have gone, it wasn't even a day, I was just chilling with this guy. I agree. We went Subway. <laughs> um, the guy who was serving us was like a non native English speaker. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, this girl was just, she went on this guy. When she found that he was like sort of Spanish and had an accent, she was like, I said chicken, man. Like, what? She was proper like going wow. at this guy. And I'm just there, look, pre her, like, is that you? Red flag. Just because he That's can't a speak major it. red flag, mm, you know. That's I'm just like, I'm just one like, of the biggest. Just because man can't, is not a native English speaker. Like, yeah. Raw. Yeah. You look at the little subtle things as well. So, yeah, like, no, because if you go out, no, if you went out to like somewhere like, uh, say McDonald's, and she left her train on the table and she walked off, like, yeah. you'd be like, babes, can't pick that put it up. In the like, bin. Can't put it in the bin. Yeah. Do you know what? No, they got cleaners. What? You and me, let's. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's things like that. I'm just like, let me just see how she treats other people. There was um going back to a guy. I've literally mentioned him so much in this podcast, but a couple of the red flags the with him. We, um, I remember being in Brixton with him, and we went to Greg's. And I don't mm. eat pork. That's just a personal thing. I don't, you know, I'd like the person, I'm a man of my dreams to not eat pork, but whatever. If he does, then I suppose I can let that slide. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So um, it's a light boundary. Yeah, it's a light boundary. <laughs> he head. brought two sausage rolls, which is a lot. I think mean, that's, that's just a bit extensive. That's a major. Yeah. Um, but once he had eaten these two sausage rolls, he dashed the paper bag on the floor. <laughs> so what a savage. I this guy's in prison, man. Like, What's his name? I was like, <laughs> my boys what are, are you doing? Like <laughs> I was like, what did the earth do to you? Like, can you please pick it up and put it in the bin? And then we get on the bus and he puts his feet on the seat. And I'm just Ooh, like, you're oh, just oh, not my husband. Nice. There's no way you could be raising my children to litter and put their feet on the seat on the bus. It's just too mad. But do you not but feel like he could have changed? Me. I know it's like... I swear, but then, you know what? I really don't like changing people because I have to then put the work into that. Can you not do that, please? But can those are little please? niggly things. It's not like a personality trait. It's not like they're emotionally unavailable. That's just litter. That's... I think that uh, that's that's uh, over 25, if you're littering, I can't help you. I can't. I'm sorry. Again, no, I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> that because one thing is, I think what happens is when people like I mentioned before, they meet someone they really like, mm-hmm. but they've got this one major sort of thing that they don't accept, that major boundary. 
what they'll do is they'll accept it, go into the relationship and then try to change that person. Yeah. No. A lot of people don't understand that. Can't change you people. cannot change people. Mm-mm. If someone's 35 and they've been they've been like that for 35 years, their mum, dad, family knows them as that person. What makes you think that you can come into their life Love. after four months and change that person? Comp- no. Yeah. So no. here is a hero complex. And a lot of women have that. A lot of women feel like they can change men by just men being amazing. Men have that. Really? It's Captain Saverhole. Oh, oh. Wow! Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> I didn't I know it. that was her. I didn't know it was coming. <laughs> a little bit caught off guard. I'm not gonna lie. That caught me off guard. Man, and he fell off the seat. No, but it, it works both sides. It's not just women. There are guys uh-huh. that are out there who will go and try and be that person. I swear. What? I have no. I haven't. Tell me more. What? So what? They they see a girl like. Tell me this it's like, like you know that you can't change a hoe into a housewife phrase. Mm-hmm. It's kind of based and off that. And what even is a hoe? Because I, I feel no, like it's more so the phrase. It's, they meet a girl in the club. Yeah. She's wearing a nice dress. She's lovely. Yeah. They take her home. Uh, babes, don't wear that. Don't wear that out. They don't want any other guy to see her in that sort of light. In that right, kind of stay that at way. home. You met her in the club. That's she was a dancer. Mm. Now you want to take her home, get her to make you mac and cheese. That's, that's not yeah, her. That's that's problematic. 100%. That's not her. And like you said, it's like you may not want to be that person who's homebound doing all the cooking and cleaning, and you get guys who try and change that that sort of woman mm-hmm. to be that person. And it's like that wasn't her before. I think also that comes from like not wanting to do work on yourself because I feel like there's always work to be done on yourself and if you're going to be putting that much energy into changing someone else what are you not changing about yourself yeah how are you what are you not developing in yourself or even worse I think what happens a lot and again this happened to my boy um, is you meet someone Mm-hmm. And if you meet them young enough, and I shouldn't be saying this, but you are kind of able to change them in a sense. Yeah, so they're, my boy, they're impressionable. My boy, my, yeah, my boy sort of met his girl. She was really young. Um, she was just working in Sabies, didn't really have direction. He got her, helped her go uni, helped her with an application, got her a, uh, another job. Um, just kind of built her up in terms of like the person she was, um, fashion and just expressing herself. Mm-hmm. And then like, he's like, oh no, she's gone. And then, like yeah. ever since then, he's yeah. always ever since then he's always been like, oh, Ola, man, I'm angry because I built her up. Yeah, sort of that thing. I put so, he was, he's like, yeah, I put so much in, and now another man's going to enjoy that. And I think the term for women is boyfriend fluffer. Oh, I've never will, heard that before. Yeah, yeah, or, no, no pillow fluff. Just the boyfriend fluffer, where the girl will come and make the guy a better like, man. The pillow. The guy is a bum. <laughs> he hasn't got a job. Yeah. She helps him get a job. She get she gives him that ten pounds that you didn't want to give him for the trim. Mm. She's given him. Then another girl just comes and just. Mm. just and it happens. Benefits. It happens, and that's I think that's the problem with so coming to your boundaries and kind of giving in and kind of right. going. But I want that person because they look this way aesthetic aesthetically. What I will say, kind of going. These are my standards. I'm not gonna accept anything else. But what I will say is that with all of these boundaries and stuff, I. I'm now at a stage where I'm seeing a return on my investment of my boundaries, if that makes sense. So I'm at a stage where I'm like, okay, cool. I've locked off all kind of any fuckery energy. I've locked it off. Anything that doesn't make sense, I'm like, no, I'm not not doing Mm. that. And I've done that consistently for four years. Now, the men that I'm inviting into my space are so sick. I'm like, levels, you know. I'm like, okay. (laughs) But I'm literally looking (laughs) at like... Looking at, say for example, God was in the room, I'm like, is that you though? Have you really bought this person? <laughs> and it, yeah, like, thanks. But then you're just like, no, actually, Michelle, you've taken the time to not get sidetracked mm. and to stay true to your boundaries. So going back to the whole Yvonne Orgy, um, Virgin at 30, however old she is now, like, I'm pretty sure that when she does get married, that she's going to be very happy with her sexual relationship with her husband <laughs> course, because she's waited for a long time. So I've got a question. How do you guys actually create boundaries? Like, how do you actually come about it? Does it just happen? 
for me, it's about working out what feels right and what doesn't feel right, yeah. basically. Because I know, okay, so one thing about me as a person, this is me opening up on the podcast again, is I'm very helpful. I like helping people. Mm. I'm that person that if you talk to me, I'm going to give you advice, real advice, but I'm going to support you. I'm going to check in with you intermittently and to see whether you implemented the things that I'm going to support you. I'm going to draw up a, like a, a support plan. Like, I'm that person. Like, I'm an action plan <laughs> for your life. <laughs> We're going to have meetings. We're going to really... I'm that Quality person. Exactly. Yeah. And I just feel like um, what I realised is that when I used to like guys back in the day and I was that person that was supporting them to get their little DJing thing off the ground and getting them gigs, because I'm just that person that networks. Mm. So I always know some promoter that's looking for a DJ. I can always sort something out. I'm always been that person. They liked me for that and not for who I was. But I wasn't able to notice that because I was blinkered um, by, you know, how cute they were or whatever. And I was just young and naive. Mm. Now I'm like, I'm able to separate it. So I'm able to be like, hmm, does that person like me for me or do they like me for the, because I'm a plug, basically. Mm. I'm the actual plug. To so like. with that, do you kind of like ease yourself into the dating scene? Like, do you hold back on some of that information yeah, yeah. what you can do for people? A little bit. You have to be a little, you've got to see what they can give to you. Because what's really interesting is that like, um, and I'm, I'm going to go out on the limb and say this is a black woman thing, that we are um, masqueraded as strong, independent individuals that don't need anything. So it's kind of like, I'm not gonna, I know that I give that off in it. I'm, and I know that a massive part of that is my personality. It's not like I haven't created this strong thing. This is just kind of who I am. So, do you see through that? Can you be like, I'm going to support you in a way that you didn't even know that you needed to be supported? Mm. It's like two strong parts coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then, um, and then it, once that happens, and I'm going to be like, right, like I didn't even know I needed supported in that way. Like I'm just going to accept this support because this is new to me, mm. and it's something that's going to stretch me because it's an uncomfortable space. Mm. Um, and now because I've seen that this person is willing to give that to me, I can then give more to them, and it's kind of like an equal exchange. That's like you pour in, you pour in, you pour in, you pour in. But I've had to do that, like. That's like trial and error yeah. of years of stuff. Yeah. And now it's like I'm better at it. Yeah. What about you? How do you, how do you sort of list out your what about boundaries? boundaries and standards? Yeah. Um, in terms of standards, I kind of look at myself. So like I always say that, imagine if I was like fat and I was like, I'm out here, I want a slim woman. I want her to go mm. gym five times a week. Like, I can't say that. Yeah. So, like, a lot of my boundaries and and standards come from a place of, like, do I reflect that? Yeah. So, reflect what I desire. Mm. You know, can I be that person? So, like, it's almost forward thinking, growth. You know, I'm I'm working on communication, but I know about it and I know I can be better. But just being open with how I feel. Having that openness, being vulnerable as well. Um, Those are, like, the kind of key ones that are jumping out on me. Also have a sense of independence independence is so key to me Mm -hmm. be your own person Mm. because really and truthfully like i'm an independent person and what i want like you were saying like to come across someone and they'd be like they support me in a way that i could never envision Mm -hmm. i'm like right i didn't even know i needed help on that side wow what yeah you saw that my left shoulder was kind of sliding yeah that's important wow thanks (laughs) that's what i'm kind (laughs) of after so yeah what about yourself ola i'm glad you sort of mentioned the part about i can't remember what you said but basically the the sort of fat yeah, the, the fat, the slim. Yeah. Um, the energy I sort of use is because I come across a lot of people who will say, "I want a king," and I'm just like, uh, yeah. "But are you a queen to reflect that king? Mm. You want a king, you're a pauper. You ain't getting that." 
No, that's obviously just another way to kind of look at it is people will come in and kind of go, I so, want this, I want that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, are you the sort of equivalent yourself? Mm. Yeah. You want a king, you want a guy that's doing this, he makes seven figures, he's this, he's that. Where are you sort of anywhere on that scale? Mm. Forget the finances. Where are you in terms of emotions and as a person? Are you independent enough? Mm. Maybe you don't deserve that. That's sort of, that's definitely sort of a standpoint I always take. And then for me, again, so looking at sort of past relationships, extracting from that what I will and won't tolerate, what I like and don't like. And again, like I sort of mentioned, looking at people sort of around me and just kind of learning lessons. Um, but I want to kind of take things left side. Have you got any standards? Because like, what, what are your standards? Standards. What are your boundaries? In terms of, okay, let me, let me, let me, um, <laughs> yeah, communication's a big one. Yeah. Communication, trust, those are like standard ones. Mm -hmm. And then, flags i'll kind of look at how have you been in past relationships so like one question i always like to ask is why did your last relationship or few relationships sort of end okay and then look to see if there are any patterns <laughs> oh i cheated oh i, che I cheated okay. oh but he was annoying oh, okay cool bye do people tell you when they cheat well mm, it some people are honest but again like we said some people don't reveal everything mm. so mm. then it comes down to just observing mm. people will they'll they'll show you their true selves like in time they will that that like that left foot that key it will wobble because mm -hmm. like, I'm someone that actually goes in and I kind of hold back who I actually am like all the parts so I won't tell them about what I do and all, like the things that I've done for myself I just say this is Anton Richardson let's have a conversation oh yeah so how's your day yeah how's your weekend try and get that kind of level and then over time like you're saying like you pour one thing into the cup and then I start pouring my stuff but what you kind of mm. need is not both people to come in and be like really guarded right so this moves on this allows me now to move on to the question part of our podcast Ooh, question time. um so normally at this stage we would have um someone sending a voice note and that didn't work today technical difficulties <laughs> but what the person has managed to do is write in a question that i'm going to give to you guys okay um so this is sarah from birmingham hi sarah <laughs> hey girl um sarah says how do you date um be vulnerable with boundaries and let your guard down at the same time. Like, what is that? Because this is like this is like Whoa. dating for thirty year olds. Like moving forward, like how are we dating from a vulnerable space, which is necessary, from a space of having boundaries, which we've, which we've explored, is also necessary, and letting your guard down so you can be in the space. Like, how do we do that? I think it's a step process. Yeah. So I'd say you'd start with your boundaries mm -hmm. and maintain those boundaries, and then. After a while, once you feel that you're in a s safe enough space or safe enough environment to slowly let the guard down and right. then slowly open up. So don't kind of go in, open all up. With all three things at the same time. Yeah, don't just kind of go in, open up, have your guard, um, have just, just have all these like defenses up. It's mm. just kind of go in, observe. All right, cool. This person's cool. Just keep mm. going. All right, cool. They're ticking these boxes. They're right. cool. All right, cool. A couple months have passed. I mm. believe things are looking well. They've let their guard down. Let me let mine down a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Things are still safe. And then just kind of keep going on that basis. Yeah. And kind of mm. see how things go. No, I like that. And that stance. Yeah, it's, I like it's that. It's hard because like, no one's perfect. And you just don't know what direction a relationship could go into. So you could open up all three elements and still get burnt at the end of it. So well, like opening up in stages, like Allah suggested, or opening up all at the same time. Because I feel like yours, the stages... Um, created like opt-outs at each stage if you wanted to if that makes sense but yeah no but again I do see what he's saying yeah. even still you can still get 
bent. Yeah. So it's almost like, <laughs> the, unfortunately, the, the, the real answer is almost allowing yourself to be vulnerable and being proud about it. Right. But also protecting your heart, which sounds really difficult to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's my heart. It's nope. Yeah, that, <laughs> nope. that is nope. open flat yeah, every now and again. No. But be like, obviously you've got boundaries in terms of what you say to friends and what you say to your best friend. There's that sort of boundary. Treat that person as a friend mm -hmm. because sometimes what you say to a friend, you don't mind. You're like, yeah, That's run away. That's very true. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I went through this, went through that. I'm, I'm cool with it. I've come to a place where I'm actually cool with it. Mm -hmm. um, take your time. Like Ola said, you definitely have to take your time. You kind of have to gauge because I guess the key thing that you're looking out for is can you trust this person? Mm -hmm. And is this person, everyone has a potential to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth of it. There's no running away from it. But you have to kind of gauge and you kind of see the red flags. Like if I gave you this piece of information, you've got potential to really stab up my heart and just cut me open because you're not really caring about me. Mm -hmm. Like you're here for a different reason. You're not actually here to date me. You're here just to have a bit of fun. Did that make sense? Yeah, no, 100% makes yeah. sense. So it's like, for me, I do go into dating situations and literally from the first 60 seconds, I can kind of gauge if I want to open up everything to this person. Yeah? That's really quick. What is it like their posture or just them? You just energy? It's energy. I'm, I'm definitely going to say it's an energy thing. Um, yeah, I need to learn that. But also, I don't have many dark secrets. I don't have too Man many. Said many. Anything that you're ashamed or embarrassed to talk about is what you're saying. You don't have many of those. Yeah really so like i'm kind of on paper like this is who i am you probably heard it on the podcast you probably heard it yeah. before and that's another thing we're in that space now where it's like if people really want to know who we are just go just, back just, just, to just, just subscribe one girl I dated, she literally listened to like all the 22 episodes wow like, that's that research work. and it was it was interesting it was yeah i guess it was, it was research, actual right? research but it was just like <laughs> she kind of knew everything yeah. how was that for you it was different yeah it's, it's like i said that before haven't i yeah but you wasn't in the room because like we haven't met. This is the first date. Wow. It's just really weird that she's like, yeah, I get that. I think I've heard that before. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's, it's a tough one. It's no. a tough one, but definitely just take baby steps. Yeah. But again, just kind of, I did want to ask this sort of before. Okay. Um, obviously, we've talked about standards and boundaries. Mm. Is there ever a thing of having too high standards or too many or high boundaries? Because say you've been burnt, you don't want to trust... But then there becomes that extreme of you not trusting anyone or not giving I think, anyone a chance I at think all. You've got too high. You said too high. I think I don't think that's a problem. I think realistic being like being realistic with your that's boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. yeah, sounds better. Actually. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah. having I think high boundaries are important. I think realistic boundaries are important. It's like smart targets, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> is this really on the basis of like do you reflect those? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. that's when it's like they're that's kind of realistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm looking for someone who's slim and I'm a fat guy, like, it's like that's no. not Right. And yeah. I know that like, you know, number one, I'm I like when it comes to men. <laughs> If anybody wants to do some research on my podcast, I don't, they don't need to be, um, tank. Do you know what I mean? I, I, do people still use that word? Tunk. I don't even know. Hench. Tank hen. Oh, wham. Yeah, wham. Wham. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never heard, I've never heard that word before. Man's wham. wham out here, yeah. Like, yeah, like wedge. Yeah, wedges. Like, they don't, ha I don't actually like that. Like, if your neck is pulsating, like, please don't talk to me. Um, I like them to be a bit squidgy, but not like over, overweight. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> squidgy. And I think that's because I know that I'm a bit squidgy as well. So it's like, if I'm going to go out there and be dating some gym head, that's going to be really hard for me because, like, the gym is a really, really, um, it's a, it's a vulnerable it. space for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I say vulnerable just because that's the word I use a lot. But it's like, as I go there, I genuinely feel out of place. Like, mm -hmm. this is a weird space for me. Like, I know that I need to be there, 
but <laughs> I know that I need to be in the gym and it's really going to help me long term and I can commit to it and I know the thing about the gym is that I'm very aware that it's with most things in life the more you do the better you get at it yeah. but with the gym I can never get past like mm. just being in there so for me today a gym head outside of them being like a really supportive person that's going to be patient with me I'm probably not going to go down that road mm. do you see what I'm saying so that's like mm. a, a boundary for myself that's yeah. just like I'm not going to put myself in that space um, and so I think realistic boundaries are important um, or realistic ideals. Like what is it that you, like I know, for example, another thing with me is that I'm very, I'm a creative but I'm, and I'm a hard worker mm. and I need my spouse to be hopefully a creative and then equally as hard, as a hard worker. So to match you. It has to match me. It has to be equally yoked. And I say hard work because I've been in relationships and I, like granted I was young and it was different where I was busy all the time and then they'd be like waiting for me to finish what I'm doing. And I'm like, can you just be doing something <laughs> so I can wait for you? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Because then I feel a bit weird. Like I've always been this person that's what, like, what's happening, that's what we're doing, what we're recording, are we putting this track out are we doing this dance piece like what are we i've mm. always worked i've literally been working on projects my entire life so for me it's a case of like i need you to be that like i need you to be it's on interesting it yeah. they sometimes say that opposite attracts yeah and i just that's never been a thing for me because <laughs> no, 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 on the basis of that imagine if you had someone who worked as hard as you yeah would you guys actually see each other right and so that's the thing that's in my yeah, mind sometimes i'm like right i want all this sort of stuff but there is an element see. of concern of going yeah. Boy, I kind of work around the clock, so, so I would make time for my partner, but then when I have time for them, they might not actually have time because they're working around the around clock the as well. Yeah. True. Oh, that leads me to, um, I don't know if you had a point, because I feel like this is a great point to kind of like wrap up on. No, is that all the it, questions? That was all the questions I okay. had, yeah, okay. that was everything yeah, I had. Um, that leads me to the, where I came to with my whole kind of dating journey and stuff like that. So like, um, we, we haven't spoken about, but it's part of the whole boundary thing for me or was manifestation and working out what I wanted and listening things like this is what I want this is what I want this is what I want and what I realized is that every time I did that I got it literally like I would list things down to complexion you know I'm a Virgo so I take things seriously mm. like I need him to be this complexion like this height blah, blah, blah. really basic stuff this is when I was young and then I got those men and they were trash and I was like okay cool evidently I don't know what I want like that or what I think I want isn't exactly what I need so then it's about um saying to God the universe or whatever whatever you think is cool for me, just bring me that. <laughs> <laughs> just bring me that because evidently that's what like I need. And what really was good for me at that point when I put trust into that space was knowing that I actually don't need to do anything else apart from just do what I need to do for me. Mm, um, it will come. It will yeah. come. And if you have, if you're a person of faith in whatever way, you, your faith is that you believe that this will come to pass. Yeah. And so then you just have to let it go. Yeah. Um, and so then you don't have to start thinking about whether the person that you're going to be with is going to be a super hard worker and you're going to be a hard worker and how that's going to mesh. Because that's not for you to work out. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's you for it, it to comes. just, yeah, just t take it as it comes. And like I say, once again, the people that I'm meeting are like, they're more in line with someone that I could be compatible with. And that's very interesting to me because it's basically proof that giving complete trust over to um, a higher power seems to work. Mm. And it actually works. I say seems to work, it actually works. <laughs> like, it's quite dope, to be fair. I guess you just need that level of um, clarity of what you want. Yeah. Because there's also, like, a load of conflicting kind of wants and desires in the world. So you could be like, oh, one, one minute I want someone who's a workaholic, but then at the same time, I want them to be at home looking after the family. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, that doesn't so work. Yeah. You're putting that out into the universe and the universe is like, yo, well, which one you want? So I gave you this one and this one, but you, you, <laughs> you, you, want that. Like you don't want it. So <laughs> what's going on? Um, but on that, like, 
for me, it's all about just working it out as it comes along. Right. Because you do have to have those boundaries, but sometimes you kind of have to let them. Yeah. You've got to be a bit flexible. Yeah. You've got to adapt. Yeah. You've got to kind of adjust. And I think you said speed. something a minute ago. Anton mentioned something about, um, I just feel it out or something about energy. And then you said, oh, I need to work out how to do that. It was a while ago. Mm. I just, I clocked yeah, it, but yeah, we didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's important. It is about... That 60 second. How do you do? I need to learn that, man. <laughs> yeah, the six, that was it, the 60 second. It is about um, working at how do you read people or sense like positive or negative energies or just something. And with me, the way, the way how I did that was just be present. Like you have to just remember that. Okay, so I'll be talking to someone. It doesn't have to be a romantic thing. It can be anyone. And at that point, I like check in with my body. Like, how does this person make me feel? Do I feel a bit anxious? Mm. Like, literally. Because you know when you're talking to someone that's just aggy, and I, I can't think of another word, like aggy in terms of the energy is just mad. You feel away as well. Like, you're f- not in a bad way, but you might feel a bit just weird or not not centered. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If so, if that person has you feeling off key, then you know that their energy yeah. is not working with you. So like on that, so even in 60 seconds, I have been wrong. Right. Like, you, you can't always get it right. And you always yes. have to remember that someone might have been going through a hard day. Yeah. So by the time they come to meet you and you're on your first date, they're a bit aggy. They're a bit, mm. you know, they're, they're not really off. themselves. Yeah. Like, even in the stance of, like, being catfish or, you know, you've been talking to a girl for, like, two, three weeks on WhatsApp and then you've been having phone conversations and you meet her in real life and that one real face-to-face interaction, it's not the same. Sometimes you have to kind of think and maybe just maybe ask the question and be like, is everything okay? Like, you was a bit different on this day. Because, like, I've been wrong so many times where I've been like, you know what, I'm not feeling the vibe from this person. But then I continue to kind of speak to them. And then the second time and third time, I'm like, It was right. better. Fire. Yeah. Wow, okay. But I'm still going to give it a time. Don't yeah, get, yeah, don't yeah. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to be sure. Yeah, just to be sure. Okay, so thank you so much, guys, for coming down. Um, I hope you guys have taken something from that. It's been really, really therapeutic for me to just listen to you two go back and forth about (laughs) um, boundaries in relationships. Can you please let people know where they can find you on the socials? Yeah, so they can find us on Instagram and Twitter. That's Tag Me In Podcast. We're also on YouTube and Facebook. I will make sure that we have links to all of the stuff in the show notes. So thank you again for listening and we will see you next episode.